Welcome to What's Working in Washington. I'm Jonathan Aberman. Today, why everyone needs DC's flourishing cybersecurity community. Hackers know if they if they figure out how to exploit a vulnerability in a device, they can then use that device for their own purposes, you know, beyond what that uh, video camera was originally intended. The internet is a social benefit, but more and more, it's a social threat. There are a lot of different ways that it's playing out, but one way that maybe is not as appreciated is how devices are connected and what's called the internet, internet of things. Our next guest is Joe Saunders. He's CEO of a company called Run Safe Security that's very much involved in this issue. And we're gonna talk with him about the internet of things and, and frankly, why it's important that those issues are solved here in the DC region. Joe, thanks for joining us. Uh, good morning, it's great to be here. Well, we have a lot of listeners that are interested in business and entrepreneurship, but none of them, not all of them are gonna be techies. So what is the internet of things? Well, I think quite simply, uh, every device is now connected. And I think the idea is to enable mobility and a lot of benefits for consumers. So so they're not tied down to a desk or, and things like that. But also, it's a means of collecting information. So if you're operating a water dam or a data center and you want to know, you know, what is the environment around that water dam or that data center, you know, there are sensors out there that are reporting information. And that's as much part of the Internet of Things as as a mobile device or, or a, a connected car. So all of those things can be uh, included. This is an enormous trend, and I think it's going to accelerate as we deploy much faster cellular wi wireless capability. Literally, technology is moving forward rapidly so that every electronic device in some way will be connected with the internet into other devices. So what we do, how we do, what we read, what we think, how we go through our lives is, is collected as is the various things like you mentioned, you know, water treatment facilities, oil processing, whatever. It's all connected for business efficiency, but it's creating enormous hacking threats, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I like to say, you know, there there isn't such a thing as mobility without some semblance of security. So, so securing the Internet of Things or protecting critical infrastructure uh, and, and enabling that collection of information is key. And and the threats are, are real. They're, you know, with every new device that's added that's connected to the internet, that gives hackers one more angle of attack or increase their attack surface to compromise information data or, or location information. Now, my understanding is that the issue of hacking, stealing credentials, taking over computers so you can use it to do cryptocurrency mining. These things are all happening, but computers have a lot of processing power. There are a lot of ways to take advantage of them. But my understanding is a lot of these devices, webcams or uh, sensors and so forth, they don't have the same amount of computing power, but in some ways it makes them more useful as a hacking tool because you can just get in there by mastering a small amount of code, just taking the damn thing over. Is that what's going on? Yeah, you know, there's a good example from last year, I think, in or the end of November 2016, when, you know, over 3,000 video cameras and other Internet of Things devices were compromised. And, and, and hackers know if they, if they figure out how to exploit a vulnerability in a device, they can then use that device for their own purposes, you know, beyond what that uh, video camera was originally intended. And so part of the Internet that was, you know, the brownout that occurred in November 2016 was a result of over 3,000 devices being controlled maliciously by, let's say, a hacker or a group of hackers. Uh, and they embedded you know, malicious software in there to 
then target websites and take down the internet. And so obviously that was not the intended use of, of a video camera. And to your point on the cryptocurrency, I mean, mining for mining the blockchain and, and using that uh, otherwise uh, dormant uh, computing power has been proven to, you know, show that there's, you know, I think in your poll just came out that over five and a half billion dollars of laundered money has occurred through cryptocurrency. And part of that is leveraging, you know, devices that, you know, can't be tra traced back to the original person who's perpetrating the fraud or the laundering or, or the malicious activity. Basically, what's happening is people are using Internet devices and computers in disguised manner to create massive computers that they're using to steal information, to create cryptocurrencies, to, to divert information. It's, it's the Wild West out there. You started this company, Run Safe, here in town. You went through Mach 37 Accelerator. You clearly have been through the process of starting a business. Why just, what was it about this that caused you as a person? What was your aha moment? And you said, right, this is a problem I want to solve. Did, did somebody hack your toaster? I mean, what happened? <laughs> well, uh, you know, it, it, it comes back to a program I worked on for, uh, on behalf of uh, the U.S. government, which was really looking at the theft of intellectual property and one of the common themes was cybersecurity attacks. Uh, and, you know, uh, you know, and so from there, just kind of the problem magnified in my head in terms of what is at stake here. And, you know, the threat of intellectual property is one aspect. It obviously undermines our economy if, if you know, uh, nation states are stealing our intellectual property. Which However, they are. Which they are. Uh, and then if you take that a step further, though, and you say if you want to you know, uh, compromise or undermine other activities, if you want to cause a, a power outage at a utility or, or a data center and all of a sudden you know, uh, computing facilities can't operate, then that has an economic impact as well. And so it's kind of the convergence of an economic impact that's a real threat to our country, uh, as well as kind of a desire then our team is kind of built around making the world a safer place. And we think that begins with protecting water, you know, treatment centers, protecting water dams, protecting uh, utilities, protecting energy facilities. And without those basic services provided, you know, we're, we're, we're all going to, you know, have suffer, we'll, we'll suffer. So you were in the government and you started a business. Do you think that your life journey over the last few years is indicative of how entrepreneurship really happens in this town? Well, I think that's what's amazing about the D.C. area. You know, you've got tremendous, uh, tremendously talented people, say, at the NSA or, or the Department of Defense or across the intel community or, or at the FBI. And in all of these government facilities, cybersecurity is paramount. And so the D.C. area has a significant number of very talented cybersecurity people. Uh, and, and to your point, I think there is an opportunity for, for all sorts of people. What makes D.C. great in part uh, is that there is an ecosystem for cybersecurity as as a commercial, you know, viable, you know, approach and in, in an enterprise. And so with that, you know, I do think that's part of what makes D, the D.C. area great. And, and with all the people here, there are there's a tremendous ecosystem to support people like that. I've had folks from outside the region say to me that there's no tech talent here. Everybody here is a a service guy, a plumber. Do you buy that argument? Well, there, there's definitely specialized capability in the cybersecurity area. Uh, you know, there are some of the world's best security researchers here. Uh, they're being funded by, you know, NSF programs. They're being funded by government programs. There's DARPA, you know, is attracting, you know, a lot of interest in terms of, you know, or IARPA for that matter. There's a lot of dollars here that goes towards R&D. And some of the base things that are used to enable true cybersecurity solutions, they're being funded out of programs like that and launched.
And if you weren't solving this problem, what would you be doing with your spare time? Well, uh, so I grew up in the great state of Michigan, and, and I, at one point, considered that the center of the universe. And, and so uh, I, I'm a big fan of the Michigan Wolverines, and so, so that's near and dear to my heart, and that keeps me busy. But, um, you know, I do think it's in the area of, of various forms of risk and security, you know, professionally speaking. It's really looking at what is at risk and how can you solve something economically. And so that's kind of my professional, you know, kind of mission is how do you solve uh, you know, a risk problem using economic. A technology catcher in the rye, ladies and gentlemen. Joe Saunders, CEO of Run Safe Security. Thanks for joining us. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening to What's Working in Washington. And a thank you to our sponsor, Montgomery County Economic Development Corporation. Their business development team can help you find the best talent, an ideal location, and the latest in market and business intelligence so you can do business successfully in the greater Washington region and Montgomery County. Your business success starts with MCEDC. Connect with them at thinkmoco.com. Our executive producer is Tracy Madigan. Our online writer is Barbara Ulrich. Music provided by two D.C. region bands, Two Car Living Room, and The Sunbathers. And let us know who you think we should be talking to on the show. Tweet us at at What's Working DC. I'm Jonathan Aberman. Thanks for listening. <laughs>